The daffodil, a useful poison and a national symbol. The wild daffodil, Lent lily or Peter's leek, Narcissus pseudo-Narcissus, is an enjoyable early spring flower in gardens, sometimes growing wild in hedgerows in Britain. It is found throughout much of northern Europe and the cooler regions of Turkey and adjacent countries where it probably originated, and it is now widely grown in the American continent and elsewhere. Many cultivars have been developed and commercialized because of its ready hybridization and sturdy growth as a perennial once its bulbs have become established. The species is discussed here by Anthony Dayan from the Garden of Medicinal Plants of the Royal College of Physicians of London. It is one of the two national symbols of Wales, the other being the leek. There is an old tradition that Welsh soldiers wore a leek for identification at the Battle of Agincourt in 1415, and it remains a symbol worn by Welsh regiments on St David's Day. The daffodil is widely employed in heraldry to represent the Welsh nation. The dual symbolism may have arisen from confusing the Welsh for daffodil, Henhinen Beder, with Henhinen Peder, meaning Peter's leek. The Victorians adopted the daffodil as the symbol of Wales because they did not regard the vegetable as sufficiently proper and because the daffodil flowers around St. David's Day, March the 1st. The Latin names of the genus and species recall the Greek myth about Narcissus, a particularly beautiful young man. He refused the advances of the nymph Echo, who wilted and died, leaving only an echo of herself. The goddess of revenge, Nemesis, responded by persuading Narcissus to commit suicide when he saw his reflection in a pool and realized no one would ever be able to match his beauty. Pliny, in 70 AD, says this is a fable concocted by poets. Eating the bulbs has long been known to cause vomiting and then stupor. The latter is why the plant also carries the name Pseudo-Narcissus from the Greek Narce, the origin of the word narcotic. The flowers have an honoured place in romantic poetry and painting. Dioscorides, 70 AD, wrote that eating the boiled roots, the bulbs, caused vomiting but ground up and applied topically, they could cure freckles and skin disorders and were good for healing ulcers and cuts around tendons. Galen in 200 AD repeats the letter, adding that it has drying and astringent properties. The flowers, but not the bulbs, made into an oil, were included in the College's Pharmacopoeia Londonensis of 1618, but curiously, it was not mentioned in Culpepper's translation of that work in 1649. It is in Sibley's edition of Culpepper's Herbal of 1787, where the editor added it was used for fevers. Parkinson's 1629 described it and dozens of cultivated forms and says they are of no therapeutic value. Turner, in 1568, in his herbal, 
says he'd never seen it growing wild, and Gerard, about the same time, says the English daffodil only grows in the west of England, in gardens, or in continental Europe, which may explain why Culpepper omitted it. Only Apuleius, in the 4th century AD, recommended the flowers in oil as an anointment on the patient for coughs, and despite its well-known toxicity, it is still recommended today in some herbal sites on the internet as an oral treatment for bronchitis in children. In Japan, it has been used for digestive complaints. Uh, modern interest in its proven therapeutic benefit came from a folk practice in Bulgaria of rubbing the bulb over the forehead to relieve headache, which was also found to clear the mind in the confused elderly. In the 1970s, with growing awareness of the, one of the brain lesions in Alzheimer's disease, the effects on the brain were explored scientifically. An alkaloid in daffodils, galantamine, was shown to be a potent inhibitor of the enzyme cholinesterase, which normally rapidly destroys acetylcholine, a vital signaling chemical in parts of the brain, which is reduced in Alzheimer's disease. That led eventually to approval of the daffodil or an extract, and then of galantamine, the alkaloid, as one of the three cholinesterase inhibitors used in mild senile dementia. It's one of the few widely accepted medicines that has come from the former Eastern Bloc. At first, galantamine could only be obtained by harvesting the bulbs, but is now, there is now a valuable industrial synthesis. All parts of the daffodil plant are very toxic, causing violent vomiting, diarrhea, visual disturbances, convulsions, and even death if eaten or absorbed from extracts on open skin wounds. Not even rats will eat daffodils. The sap is a common cause of dermatitis in florists and daffodil pickers. Confusing daffodil bulbs and onions has resulted in many instances of serious illness and even fatalities. Although not licensed as a traditional herbal medicine, some herbalists still recommend daffodil extract for coughs, hysteria, and muscle spasms. This is a plant to be enjoyed for its beauty and mythical history, and as an example of how a valuable prescription medicine can be developed from a really poisonous plant, carrying it carries serious toxic risks. The Royal College of Physicians of London and its garden, displaying almost 1,100 plants from the history and development of medicine, lie in the southeast corner of Regent's Park. The garden is open to the public during the week from 9 to 5. Further information about it and podcasts and videos about the plants it displays can be obtained from the website garden.rcplondon.ac.uk. 
If you'd like to know more about the garden and its unique collection of plants, or to use the database of information about their naming, history and uses, come on one of the free guided tours, which are held on the first Wednesday of every month from March to October, from 2 to 3.30. To book a place, please phone reception at the college on 020-3075-1200 or email reception at rcplondon.ac.uk. You can also book a free guided tour of the prize-winning college building through reception or on the website www.rcplondon.ac.uk forward slash museum hyphen garden.